0: everyone, you're welcome to Christian Therapy Podcast. It is your host, Aisha Verano. Let's get into today's episode. So today we're going to be reading from Ephesians chapter 5. Like I always say, please make sure you go back and read it for yourself, as I'm only going to be focusing on a few verses throughout the chapter. So Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1, I'm going to be reading from the Passion Translation. And I read be imitators of God in everything you do for then you will represent your father as his beloved sons and daughters what does it mean to be imitators that means that you copy you take as a model someone that means you copy their speech their mannerisms everything that they do so in that case God is saying the word of God is saying be imitators of God in everything that you do So think about it. How are you going to be imitators of God if you do not know what God does, if you do not know how he speaks? The only way to know how he speaks and know what he does is to read the word of God, is to spend time meditating on the word of God, is to spend time in Bible study like we already are doing right now. And so I just want you to think about that. Think about the qualities that come to mind um, every time you think about God and think about... How can I demonstrate those qualities? How can I copy those qualities? How can I imitate those qualities, praise the Lord? And so we're going to move on to verse three and it reads, and have nothing to do with sexual immorality, lust, or greed, for you are his holy ones. And let no one be able to accuse you of them in any form. Guard your speech, forsake obscenities and worthless insults. These are nonsensical words that bring disgrace and are unnecessary. Instead, let worship fill your heart and spill out in your words. Well, have nothing to do with sexual immorality. Guard your speech. Forsake obscenities and worthless insults. Um, to be honest, I feel like there's not much I can say on that. But it is so clear. Like, you know... I see a lot of people, um, a lot of Christians, shout obscenities. (laughs) Sorry I'm yawning guys. But yeah, so a lot of Christians, um, you see them, they are shouting obscenities and saying the F word this, S word this, all of that. The Bible says, guard your speech, Forsake obscenities and worthless insults. All those sorts of things are obscenities. You shouldn't be caught doing that. You shouldn't be caught saying these sorts of things. Obscenity is an ex- extremely offensive word or expression. It's a swear word. That is what obscenity is. And so for Christians who think that it is okay to swear... It is something that I have to remind you guys that it is not because the Bible says, guard your speech, forsake obscenities and worthless insults. These are nonsensical words that bring disgrace and are unnecessary. Hmm. I know from like there are moments where you are so peed off and you feel like you want to like really express it. So you want to say the F word, F this, right? But if you think about it, these words are necessary. They do not add anything to the speech. You can say, I'm deeply upset. You know, you can use other words that do not, that aren't swear words, that aren't obscenities. And so, you know, as Christians, we have to be very careful in all that we do to make sure that we are the right example and we are living our lives according to the word so if the word says no obscenities then no obscenities like for me there were moments where i i wasn't necessarily like someone who would use swear words all the time but there were occasions where i would just be like oh this is this this Um, And when I found the scripture and the Bible that talks about it, I was like, yeah, nah, I can't do this anymore. I have to be very intentional about my speech. You know, it's not enough to be upset to say anything. You have to be very, very careful what you say. Let worship fill your heart and spill out in your words. Oh, that is a word. Let worship fill your heart and spill out in your words. Your words should be able to build up, not tear down. That is just, that is the reality. That is who we have been called to be. Okay, let's move on to verse 5. For it has been made clear to you already that the kingdom of God cannot be accessed by anyone who is guilty of sexual sin or always impure or greedy. For greed is the essence of idolatry. How can we expect to have an inheritance in Christ's kingdom when we are doing these things? So, it's just to emphasize, don't be that person that is like, oh, I can be sexually immoral and still be in the kingdom of God and I can do this and I can still end up being raptured, blah, blah. Don't be that person. Don't take those sorts of risks. The Bible is very clear. How can you expect to to inherit in Christ's kingdom while you're doing these things? How? So let's be careful about that. And so if you keep on reading, it says, don't be fooled by those who speak their empty words and deceptive teachings telling you otherwise. Well, this is what brings God's anger upon the rebellious. Don't listen to them or live like them at all. Once your life was full of sin's darkness, but now you have the very light of our Lord shining through you because of your union with him. Your mission is to live as children flooded with his revelation, light. And the supernatural fruits of his light will be seen in you, which are goodness, righteousness and truth. Then you will learn to choose what is beautiful to our Lord. Wow, that is so beautiful. That is so beautiful. The Bible is telling you to ignore deceptive teachings ignore people that tell you you can be sexually immoral and inherit the kingdom of god ignore people who tell you you can shout obscenities and inherit the kingdom of god these are the sorts of things that god does not like so if they're telling you that oh yeah it's cool then that is a problem because these are the things that god does not like and god is very clear about things that he does not like and the thing is, you know, in the past, before we gave our heart to Christ, we we're living in darkness. But now when you give your heart to Christ, you've been called to a union and fellowship with him. So now moving forward, you're meant to be that child, that person who has the revelation lights, that person who has the fruit of the spirit, that person who you can look at and be like, wow, that's a good person. That's a righteous person. That's someone who is true true to the word of god then you'll be able to learn to choose what is beautiful to our lord and i will continue to read don't even associate with the servants of darkness because they have no fruit in them instead reveal truth to them Mm, this is a word there is no reason for you to be buddy buddies with servants of darkness there is no reason now Am I saying that you cannot maintain a communion with them, a sort of fellowship with them, where you can speak to them, you can sort of lend a listening ear to them and preach to them? I'm not saying that at all. I've had people that are not that, like, are not spiritual, are not born again, that are around me now. Are they the closest people to me? Never. No, because I want to make sure that the people around me are giving me godly counsel. It has to be godly counsel or nothing else. So just because I'm not going to be like, okay, so, you know, I love this person. This person is a good person. I'm going to let them be advising me. and let them have that much access to me if you're not born again then even your god even your so-called counsel, could be foolishness when it comes to the things of the spirit when it comes to the things of god and so you have to be very careful yes you can have acquaintances who are not born again but when it comes to people that you go to for advice go to um you know when you're upset all of these people it is important that they are firmly rooted in God. If not, what sort of advice do you think they will give you? What sort of advice do you think they would give you? And you have to realize that the way God does things is so different from the way the world does things. So we have to be very, very, very clear about these things. We have to be very, very, very careful about these things. and so let's continue so verse 12 the vile things which they do in secret are too vile and filthy to even mention but then he goes on to say whatever the revelation light exposes it will also correct and everything that reveals truth is light to the soul well this is why the scripture says arise you sleeper rise up from your coffin and the anointed one will shine his light into you well And that's the truth of, that's the truth. When you have the Holy Spirit, right? And let's say you're doing something that you shouldn't do. The light of God will expose those things to you. It will also correct those things in you. And so that is why it's so important. That is why it's so important to have the right associations, to to have the right friendships and to have the right fellowship with God because that way you can rely on god for support you can rely on god for godly counsel imagine he's the one that knows the end from the beginning so who best to advise you than him or someone who has him living inside of them all right let's move on to verse 18 but before that, I feel like I need to read 15 and 16. So be very careful how you live, not being like those with no understanding, but live honorable with true, honorably with true wisdom. For we are living in evil times. Take advantage of every day as you spend your life for his purposes. And don't live foolishly, for then you will have discernment to fully understand God's will. And then he goes on to... And don't get drunk with wine which is rebellion some some um, bibles translate it as debauchery um or reckless living instead be filled continually with the holy spirit be filled continually with the holy spirit that means you should be filled constantly till it overflows that means Every time you should be in fellowship with the Holy Spirit, you should be what does it mean to be continually filled? That means you are you are right, your the Holy Spirit in you is rising up to the surface at every given opportunity. If someone taps you now as the Holy Spirit, that they will get because you are continually filled with the Holy Spirit, you are continually filled with the Holy Spirit, and It then goes ahead to say, And your heart will overflow with a joyful song to the Lord. Keep speaking to each other with words of scripture, singing the Psalms with praises and spontaneous songs given by the Spirit. And that's the thing. When you're filled with the Spirit, you just find yourself like just singing songs of the Spirit. Songs of the Spirit. They Sometimes they have no words. Sometimes it's just a melody. Sometimes they have certain words. You've not heard the song before but you start singing the song to the lord god you start singing the song making a joyful song making a joyful melody to the lord praise the lord and so it's like you may just be chilling you just start singing spontaneously to the lord and that is important that is the life that we have been called to live the life of constant fellowship the life of constant communion with the holy spirit and i continue reading always give thanks to the father for every person he brings into your life in the name of our lord jesus christ think about it give thanks to god for everyone he brings into your life everyone he brings into your life he brings them into your life for a purpose and so even if it is to teach you even if it is to correct you give thanks to the lord give thanks to the lord for every person that he brings into your life every word that he brings into your life give thanks to the lord hallelujah give thanks to the lord and it continues reading and i will continue reading and out of the reverence for christ be supportive of each other in love and so it then goes on to say how wives should be devoted to their husbands and how husbands should provide leadership and how all of that so you can go and read that and how they should be committed right and then it goes ahead to say and i feel like i just want to say this you know this might not be deeply part of what i plan to say but you know what i feel like i hear people always constantly say what the role of the wife is so i'ma tell them right now what the bible says honey about husbands husbands have the obligation of loving and caring for their wives the same way they love and care for their own bodies this is verse 28 for to love your wife is to love your own self okay no one abuses his own body but pampers it serving and satisfying its needs That is, that's exactly what christ does for his church he serves and satisfies us as members of his own body. Now, I'm going to go back to the husband's, honey. It says, you will not abuse your own body. You will pamper it. You will serve it. You will satisfy his needs. So next time that man don't want to satisfy a need, remind him, show him the scripture, honey. All right, let's move on to the focus of this, this particular verse. That is what Christ does for his church. We are the body of Christ. We are his body. He serves and satisfies us as members of his body. Think about it. Think about it. The same way as a husband, you're meant to take care of your wife because taking care of your wife means you're taking care of your own body. You will not abuse your body. You will pamper your body. You will give... Guys, you know self-care now. Self-care, self-love, you know, soft life. The same way you treat your body like that, that is the way God treats us as his church. He serves us. He satisfies us. Remember when Jesus was washing the feet of his disciples? He was serving them. The leader has come to serve. And so, as children of God, if you remember, if you have come into Christ, you have come into his church. You are now his body. Which means he serves and satisfies you. He pampers you. So next time you feel like your life is not going in the right way. Remind yourself that you are the part of the body of Christ. Which means that you will not be abused. You will be pampered. Your needs will be met. Your needs will be satisfied. You will be served. Praise the Lord. And that's where I'm going to end it today, guys. So just before we end today's episode, um, if you have not said the prayer of salvation, which means that you have not given your heart to Jesus Christ, I want to give you an opportunity to give your heart to Christ now. Um, So one of the big things that I have to emphasize is the fact that you have to believe completely um, with all of your heart and you have to speak forth so which means you have to say it um whilst believing in your heart now it is not enough to believe you have to believe and speak um and it's not enough to speak without believing so it requires both so now i'm going to say the prayer of salvation and i need you to repeat it after me oh lord god i believe with all my heart In Jesus Christ Son of the Living God I believe he died for me and God raised him from the dead I believe he's alive today and forevermore I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is the Lord of my life from this day through him and in his name I have eternal life i am born again thank you lord for saving my soul i am now a child of god hallelujah praise the lord if you have said this prayer welcome to the family of god you are now a child of god you are now born again you can confidently say i am born again glory to god and so now if you want to learn more about how to live your life as a born again christian i will encourage you to go back and listen to every single episode on this podcast just keep listening and you will continue to see the transformation in your life and also i will encourage you to go out there go on google and search for now that you're born again by chris oyakilome and if you review that you will see in the book it explained carefully What happens now that you've given your heart to Christ? It explains clearly what you have received as a child of God. And so I will encourage you to actually go and read the book. It's a really short book, it's a PDF um, version and it's free online too. And if for whatever reason you're unable to get the book, just send me a direct message on Christian therapy um, um, using the Christian therapy handle um on instagram um yeah so just send me a direct message and i will organize for it to be sent to you so yeah thank you so much um for listening to today's episode god bless you and i will see you next time bye